Being judgmental, I've discovered in my own life, is a particularly perfidious kind of sin because I have found, to my chagrin, that whenever I am judgmental towards somebody, later in my life, I find myself uh, guilty of the same thing. For example, I used to hear all kinds of stories about priests who yell at people. I said, terrible, terrible, terrible. Wow, these, who are these priests? And haven't they lost their way? And wow, you can imagine how I felt the first time I ever yelled at someone. And I said, that's how it happens. You know, it wasn't that person's fault. It was, you know, like, it just built up from one person to another. And that last person happened to the person that just broke me, you know. And I thought, well, here I am, a sinner, like everyone else. So, you know, I've been on a long path of trying to not judge people. And if you've ever tried to not be judgmental, then you'll know the problems that I'm going to talk about. Because I discovered immediately that there was no time or space between my seeing somebody and my judging them. It was just immediate. I saw and I judged. So it wasn't like there was time to stop and consider and make a decision to not judge. I found that I just judged immediately. And then one of the terrible things is to discover that judgmentalism is always wrong. Because whenever I judge, it's always a rash judgment. Rash because I never have all the factors before me. I can never see everything about a person's life to know why they're doing that thing in front of me in that moment. Then, of course, through further reflection and work of discovery, I found that the measure with which I measured myself was the measure with which I measured other people. So what I discovered was I was so judgmental and harsh towards others because I was so judgmental and harsh towards myself and that that was the really bad thing. So when I discovered this, I said, well, I have to let something else in. I have to let a different perspective in. Because here's the, whole, the old philosophical principle that's true before and true today. You, do not, you cannot give what you do not have. And you only have what you have received. So nothing comes from you by yourself as an autonomous individual. Everything that we have, we've received. And so we can only be merciful towards others if first we have received mercy in our own lives. And if we've received mercy, and if we've accepted that mercy, then we in turn can give mercy to others. But what must come first is always something that comes from outside of us. It does not have, uh, mercy does not have origin within our own selves. This is why these words of Christ can only be given by Christ. Because one can only be merciful once they've met that mercy of Christ. And we, of course, who discover ourselves here on this cool Monday morning, all have seen this perspective. The work then that we have to do as Christians is continually to open ourselves and to beg God to open ourselves to receive the judgment that he makes on us, to receive his mercy. This is what I consider to be the work of going to confession, the school of mercy. Not that God is wondering how, but that we need to learn to accept his perspective on our lives. And the more we do, the more we will be able to look at others with tenderness and in that way receive God's overabundant gifts as Christ talks about 
in the gospel because really God is not hiding the ball on us. He's not holding back. He wants to give us his whole self, but we must first of all change in order to receive him.